0: Hi, I'm David Haug, proud superintendent of the Jefferson R7 School District. If you are a parent of a current student or have students that will attend Jefferson R7 or simply a taxpayer in our district, if you could take a little time here and listen to this, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you could forward it to anybody that may not have access to our system of outreach from the school. Please take a few minutes to watch this as it affects local taxes and our kids. We are the voice of kids, and in this case, the taxpayers. There is a vote next Monday night that will determine a projected loss of $11.5 million for our students and a proposed tax abatement between the Crystal City City Council and James Hardy Industries. That meeting is scheduled for Monday, September 25th, 6 p.m. at the Crystal City City Hall. I'm going to address several concerns that we have as a district with this tax abatement. But first, please understand the Crystal City City Council will make a decision on the tax status of our district affecting our taxes for our kids. I wonder how it could be that in a country, in this country, a decision on your taxes for our kids could be decided without any representation. Unfortunately, we have confirmed that Crystal City Council has the right to do this. So why are you receiving this now? We have been communicating with Crystal City leadership to postpone this hearing and this vote until further study to look at the impact of growth on our district and what the tax abatement means. This will result in lost revenue for our students we feel further study is needed. Monday may be the only chance your voice is heard. So how did we get there? First of all, this district is not opposed to growth. At this time, we just want to have a better understanding of tax abatement to the tune of 11.5 million on our students. To James Hardy Industries, welcome to the Jefferson R7 community. There is a genuine excitement about your arrival. You could not have chosen a better location. Not only with the advantage of the resources, that being the rail, the road, the river, you will not find a better workforce anywhere. The young adults in our county are outstanding and not just our Jefferson kids. Every student in Jefferson County is a great member of the workforce. I assure you, you have chosen the right spot. To the Crystal City leadership, we understand we hold no voting leverage in this situation. Our request has been simple from the beginning. Please postpone this vote and allow us to be part of this process. As I move on here, I want to look at some definitions so we have an understanding of what we're talking about. A simple definition of tax tax abatement and or example. There is a industry or business within a a taxing district for a school. Uh, Let's say a a business owes $10,000 to the school district through the taxes. Those businesses can work out agreements through various methods to abate some of those taxes. So a a business that may own $10,000, owe owe $10,000, may get an abatement for, say, 50%. So they only owe $5,000. So that's the general kind of concept of a tax abatement. There's also a term we're going to be hearing called pilot. So what is a pilot? A pilot is an acronym for payment in lieu of taxes, okay? So I'll go back to the previous example. Uh, business gets a tax abatement for fifty percent. Where they're only going to pay five thousand dollars, but they decide to write a check back to the entity, let's say in the amount of a thousand. That is called a payment in lieu of taxes to help offset some of the loss. And then finally, the chapter three fifty three that we're dealing with here. This is very new to me, um, but essentially, they are the three fifty three deals with blight. Uh, in other words, blighted areas and offering uh, abatements through blight. The area that's being ab- abated, I'm sorry, blighted, attempted to be a blighted, is the former former Festus Airport. Um, I guess in my thought, I always think about true blight, like uh, where people have uh, situations that aren't good, where they're actually living. I, it doesn't really cross my mind as the Festus Airport, as being a blighted area being nobody really lives there and you couldn't because of FFA regulations, but that will be worked through as well. I did wanna encourage you at home if you wanted to follow along with this or take some time later. The stuff I'm gonna talk about today is all publicly accessible. I'm not talking about any speculation or our thoughts or feelings. Um, we, can, we as adults can come up with reasonable questions to stuff we see online and or uh, information we become aware of that's public information. So if you wanted to start with us here, if you wanted to type in your web browser and search RSMO 353.110, again, that's RSMO 353.110, that is the um, tax abatement, that is the chapter 353 tax abatement proposal and what they're using to get here. So how did we get here? Uh, I got a letter on my desk last Monday, September 11th. Uh, it was actually dated September 5th, and I had no electronic communication or no phone calls or anything about a 353 proposal um, meeting next that was going to be last Thursday, the 14th, at Crystal City Hall. Um, so I immediately called over to Crystal City. I got a call back three hours later. Um, I was notified that a second certified packet was mailed to our district uh, on that Friday, September 8th. And I was told it would be here on Tuesday or Wednesday for us to review. And I want it noted that that package arrived here during the meeting on September 14th at 9:45 AM. So we were all over there sitting in the meeting. So this district had no prior information of what was to be presented to look it over before we walked in there. So what is the effect of this? Uh, what's going on right now? And what is the effect on the district? So, According to taxation in Missouri for schools, any construction or any buildings in the district, 100% of those taxes go to that district. That could be real estate and or personal property. It should be noted that 100% of this construction project will be located within the taxing boundaries of this school district. All we're asking for to postpone the meeting and also looking for an analysis of growth and the abatement of taxes. The analysis provided was pretty one-sided Uh, It Really, we were not sought out for any information and no real analysis on our district was included. I can tell you another part of this that became apparent in that meeting and maybe hit home a little bit more and as you're driving up an I-55 and seeing the surveyors out on the outer road um, is the traffic that's going to be directed from James Hardy down into our district uh, in, in the form of several large trucks at that 170 exit. We would like to be that included as part of that for me to to be included as part of this study as well. And just in general, what is the impact of kids? I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think those are fair questions, and we came with a very open mind. We did come to that meeting with a request for postponement um, for a couple of reasons. Um, Number one, uh, we felt like we didn't have enough time to best educate our community, and also that certified package, we hadn't had our hands on it yet. Uh, The letter itself actually contained 17 questions and or comments, um, and I will say we were allowed to ask all 17. I felt like there was healthy dialogue at that informational meeting, and we did appreciate the opportunity. I'm hoping for more of that. Um, But I can tell you that that letter was presented to them as a request to postpone the meeting on the 14th at the meeting. They requested a digital copy of it. I submitted that digital copy on September 15th, and I'm proud to say that I did receive a receipt that they received the letter 11 minutes after it was sent. So you can send information via email and not just wait on the mail. The engaged services of attorney have been acquired by the Jefferson R. 7 School District to better understand a Chapter 353. It is complex, and it's a, You know, we are simply educators and uh, community members. It takes a specialized eye, and so we have sought that and are moving forward with that. Okay, I'm going to pause here for just a second. I'm going to give you, I'm going to let you know that at the board meeting last night, as part of our agenda, this was discussed in open session. um, We did put documents in there for public viewing. So if you take just a moment here and and you want to write this down or or come back to this, um, www.jr7.k12.mo.us. That's jr7.k12.mo.us. And when our web page comes up, you look at the top and you'll see a menu. You'll click on it. When the page pops up, it'll say Board of Education. Underneath that column, you'll see a, a, a statement on there or a heading that says Board Documents. When you click on Board Documents, that will actually take you to our, uh, another website where we house all our board meeting information. When you do that, click on Meetings. You'll see it up in the right-hand corner. And on the left-hand side, you'll see a row of meetings appear. You'll see actually see two meetings for September 20th. You do not want to click on the tax rate hearing. It's very short, and there's not much in there. You want to click on the one that starts at 645. So once you're in there, you'll click on View the Agenda, and you'll go to Discussion Items and look at number seven. It'll say Crystal City James Hardy Tax Abatement Proposal, and within there is the four documents we referenced, the letter we turned in, some of the documents we had to prepare, Um, and then some other things in there for your viewing. But again, if you want to go to our Board Docs page to our website to follow along, you can as well. Here are the specific concerns. We have submitted several concerns related to the proposal to our legal counsel. We are seeking clarification from someone who understands this better. I'm an educator. I've been on the job as superintendent for less than three months. However, I would like to share with you two specific concerns all reasonable questions all can all reasonable questions can come from these public documents and all the concerns are reasonable the abat- number 1 the abatement is on real estate personal property for the chapter 353 that needs to be noted the first year at 100% abatement the second year at 80% abatement and 50% at the additional 18 years for a total of 20 years Roughly, it's a little less than 50% the Jefferson R7 School District would receive. Um, The the kind of hard numbers that were presented roughly is R7 would receive $10 million over a 20-year period and lose $11.5 million. Within the document provided to us, there was also a pilot listed in that, but that pilot was to go to the Crystal City School District. Okay, So in short, Jefferson R7 will be denied $11.5 million and nearly $6 will go to Crystal City. Now, here's the issue that I see, and I think the reasonable concern here. So, in the language of the 355 proposal, I'm going to give the title here. It's a lot to say, and so you can reference it in the board docs. It's called the Airport Road Redevelopment Area Development Plan Tax Impact Statement. There is a statement in there. Crystal City is listed in the back on the um, taxing charts they provided, but there is a statement in there. It says requires the developer. So there's a requirement for the developer to make an annual to make annual pilot payments to the Crystal City 47 School District during the term of the tax abatement. And there's a comma, and it says despite, and despite being a key word. The project's location outside of the school district's jurisdiction. Uh, I can tell you that raised our eyebrows, and in the meeting, that was brought up. Not so much that language, but why they were on the charts. And um, I don't mean to be condescending here, but I've been a high school principal for a long time. And to watch the four individuals in front of us when that question was brought up, it was like suddenly you catch kids doing something they shouldn't be doing, and all of a sudden the answers start changing real fast. Again, I don't mean to be condescending, but these are two of the statements that were brought, and I think it's important for our community to hear this. One comment was, it's not a pilot. It's a contracted charitable donation. It's not a pilot. It's a contracted charitable donation. And the second one from the attorney who had put together the information, that was a mistake. That column should not be on there. That was reiterated to us as a group. So after the meeting, we looked at the information that we were presented. I came back and got the, uh, found the certified packet to be there, <clears throat> started going through it. And I'm going to draw you back to that RSMO. There's a specific provision in RSMO 353.110.4. Okay. All pilot payments need to be redistributed back to the eligible taxing districts, not people outside of or, or institutions outside the taxing district. We see this as a conflict. We are seeking answers through this, and we're doing this through our legal counsel. I can tell you that any reasonable person would question and want answers with this publicly available information. The second one deals with an internet search. So essentially, my understanding, and I could be wrong, is that you've got a company over here who's going to get the tax abatement. You've got a, a government entity over here. There has to be a third organization Uh, what they're calling like an urban redevelopment corporation that has to be set up in the state of Missouri. So this is a publicly available document. If you want to follow along here, I'll tell you where to get it. If you go into your browser and you type in the words, Missouri Secretary of State Business Search, Missouri Secretary of State Business Search, and you'll see a link to the Missouri Secretary of State webpage, and it should say Business Search on it. At the top of that, it will say Business Services, And then you'll you'll put your little mouse on top of it and a a drop down will come and you'll hit uh, business search. Within that box, you'll type in Crystal City Airport Redevelopment and you should see, again, that's Crystal City Airport Redevelopment and then you should see Crystal City Airport Redevelopment Corporation. Click on it. On one of the tabs, there's like four tabs above it, it says filings. If you'll, see, if you'll click on the filings tab, you'll see, you'll see another little box pop up called view document. That's the document we're referencing, okay? I want to stress this. Any reasonable person could ask how anybody, any reasonable person, when you look at this document and you, under, and you read about everything in the newspaper and understand who's in charge of this, I think you have every right to question how the Crystal City administrator who's negotiating the deal with James Hardy is going to be on the corporate corporation side of this where the money's gonna go. It just seems odd to me. Um, and I think any reasonable person would want to question and answers to this publicly available information. So moving forward. The administration and Jefferson R7 community will be publicly slammed for taking this stance, for not promoting growth, for harming kids, etc. There will be accusations that I am not willing to meet and discuss this with Crystal City with the Crystal City administration. All of this will be completely and entirely false. Any reasonable person would understand the need to consult legal counsel before meeting. Our community deserves to understand the full impact of an abatement that will affect our students with no elected officials at the table. Our stance is still the same. Nothing more, nothing less. Please postpone the hearing on Monday, September 25th and allow Jefferson R7 to come to the table. The Crystal City City Council has a unique opportunity to create a pathway for students with a postponement because right now this has the appearance of rushed, rude, and any attempt To change the language from a pilot to anything else will be viewed as disingenuous and will be monitored. At minimum, a complete misuse. This is a complete misuse of Chapter 353 to help blight, to move education funding from the students of the Jefferson R7 School District to Crystal City. We are glad to work with you after our concerns are resolved. If the hearing is continued Monday night, and this is for our Jefferson County constituents, this might be your last chance for your voice to be heard. Monday night matters. Thank you.